Um, but yeah, Jonathan, if you want to come up now, that would be great. good that I, I had an earpiece neatly put in looking very professional. I raised my hands in awe and wonder and I'm afraid the earpiece went somewhere as a result of my awe and wonder. So, so um, praise God I got the handheld mic there. But it's just so, so good. To, I, I'll try not to boom to you. Uh, so it's just so good to be with you and, and to share what a lovely sense of God's presence, isn't it? It's just a lovely sense of God here. God here. And we don't have to, it's not worked down. It doesn't happen. But a lovely sense of God just here doing, wanting to do something. So, shall we, we're going to pray, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Father, we just thank you, Lord, that your hand is on Jonathan, Lord. And for many years, Lord, you have spoken through him with amazing words. And I just pray, Lord, this morning that the words that he, he shares with us, Lord, will be words that will go into our ears, Lord, yes. that we will know what it is that you are trying to tell us. And I pray, Lord, that Jonathan will deliver them, Lord, in the way that you wish. So yes. just bless Jonathan now, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise God. Well, our prayer is that, is that God would really speak to your heart. And, and that's what we so long for, isn't it? That God would speak the word that you together need and you individually need right at this moment now. So I've asked the Lord... And the verse laid on my heart is Psalm 37, and it's 23 and 24. And so Psalm 37, however you turn to the Word of God, please turn to it. A burden to really encourage you. And so these verses from this psalm read this. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Though he fall, or NIV says stumble, he shall not be cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. There's a lovely song that's um, come us up, rather old-fashioned song that says that. Um, and um, my title is God's Encouragement When We Stumble. NIV says stumble. If you have an NIV, it will say stumble. The interesting thing is that the original word actually is used for fall and, and it is used for fall when people fell upon their faces. You know, in perfect Christian world, Christians never fall. They're perfect people. They always do what's right. Husbands are always Christ-like. Wives are always submissive. Families are perfect. But back in the real world, stuff happens and we do fall. I have had the delightful privilege of decorating recently or helping my, together with my wife decorating. And an illustration occurs that, that we, we were painting ceilings and painting walls and um, with, a, with emulsion all around us. Uh, not, not emotion, emulsion. So emotional in the tray. And, and my job was the ceilings being, not because of skill, I hasten to add, but because I was a kind of holy roller but not in the, the charismatic sense I was doing this with the roller and there's the tray on the floor full of emulsion and paint and uh, Sandra says Jonathan you need to move that tray because you're going to put your foot in it I said oh, it's alright I can, I can negotiate round you know round the tray and I negotiated round the tray for a while until I stumbled and when I stumbled guess what happened I put my foot in it and after putting my foot in it Although I had put on old clothes, one of my feet had become rather like Jacob's flocks, 
which were spotted and speckled with white paint. I'd put my foot in it and I'd made a mistake. Um, not terribly, in that instance, simple, I would say, but neglectful. I had stumbled, I'd put my foot in it. The danger was, of course, then I would leave my footprints all over the house. And sometimes when we stumble and fall, what can happen is this, if we're not careful, we can leave our footprints all over the house. And so um, I did this operation. I think Sarah didn't say, pull your socks up. She just said, take your socks off. So um, I uh, had to adjust my dress, as it were, and admit that I had put my foot in it. And the reality is that, that believers and Christians, we do stumble. There are times when we become not in the way and the path that we quite should be, and it happens to good people. The steps, not of a, of a sinful person, not of a wayward person, not of a rebellious person, not of a person who's, who doesn't want to know God, of a good man or woman. We step aside out of the way, and as a result, we're not enjoying the blessing, although we may know the promises, although we know, may know the word, and uh, we feel a sense, oh, I'm out of the way, it's gone wrong, and we can feel a sense of discouragement, of disillusionment, not that we always show it, mind you. You, you can feel a sense of a fall in, in your heart, and we all know that coming to church, it's very, we, we need to sing, and we should sing, and we should read the word, and we should pray, and we should do the stuff we need to do, but in our hearts, we're not encouraged. And my heart this morning, what I feel the burden from God from, is to encourage you. I want to say a stumble is not the end. It's just the start of a new phase in your life. A stumble is not the end. When it goes wrong, it's not the end. And so it says in the verses of the good old A.V., it's interesting. And I think it stumble, but, but the, the authorized says utterly. He shall not be utterly cast down. Which means you can be cast down, and it happens to good people, it does happen to good people. You can be discouraged. You can get a bit frustrated with other believers. Hmm. Ever happened to you? Now, I know that you love well. Guys, you love one another. Yeah, we love one another. We love each other fervently with a fervent love and an enthusiasm. But sometimes I have to confess, I think, why did they do that? And it, it's gone not right. And there can be a sense of discouragement in my heart and but the fact this happens to us does not mean, listen, that you're a bad Christian. It does not mean you're finished. It does not mean that somehow you can't enjoy the blessing of God anymore. It does not mean your ministry is fishing, is fishing, finished. You've just started because God has got encouragement for you. He's got blessing for you. He's got a new phase in your life as you rise up. But we can be off balance. We can be partially cast down. The word is used for people when they fell upon their face positively in prayer, when, when, they, when they worshiped God and came down and prostrated themselves in prayer, that's used the same word. So we can be down, we can be down. And the good man David, he said, he was cast down, but he says this, why art thou cast down, O my soul? Do you ever have a, give a, your soul a good talking to? I don't mean your soul. I mean, I, all right, I had to take my shoes off, but not this soul. 
I mean, the real you, you'll give yourself a good talking to. You'll say, why, why, why are you cast down? It's not a kidology, it's not dishonest, because sometimes, you know, there's a kind of triumphalist theology that says you should always be radiating, beaming, singing everywhere, doing it, and, but that is not lying. There are some times when we are a bit down, but he doesn't stay there. The fact we trip up, the fact we stumble, the fact we are cast down, we don't stay on the floor. We pick ourselves up and we give our soul a talking to. We say, why art thou cast down on my soul? Hope you, thou, I remember A.V. Moore, thou in God, who is the health of my countenance. So if we look a bit spiritually peaky, sometimes we need to come to him and remind ourselves of the glorious we hope we have in Christ Jesus. Hope thou in Jesus. What is my hope? That whatever the situation that you find yourself in, no matter how it's gone pear-shaped, God has the ability to make it go God-shaped. Thank you, Jesus. He can do it. I, I, I repeat to myself in that verse, all things work together for good not our good let's be real some things are pretty bad in fact they're, they're a bit rotten they're not very good but all things work together for good to them that accord to them that love God to them that accord in Christ Jesus he has this wonderful way of taking the bad event the understand the miss the thing that is misunderstood is perplexing is difficult and raising me up and changing things and blessing me because he loves you because he walks with you and he will not let you down. We can be off balance, but we will not be utterly cast down. Not down and out. And this is a wonderful promise. It says in Micah, Micah 7, verse 8, Don't rejoice over me, my enemy. When I fall, when I stumble, when I lose out a bit, when I'm discouraged, I shall rise again. The Lord will be a light to me. And in our moments of discouragement, in our moments when things have not gone right and it's difficult, the promise to you is the hope in God, the hope in God is that God is so powerful, He's so mighty, He's so good, He's so loving, He'll take His hand and He'll raise you up. Well, Terry said glory. Could anybody else say amen to that? He can raise you up. And this sense of saying, and I don't minimize the difficulties of circumstances. There are things which are perplexing. There are things which are difficult. There are things that give pain. And they're going to happen. We're not wafted away into some imaginary world where these things don't happen. But the key is what we do when these things do happen. We get a hold of our God and we have that hope that's in him. We also accept God's encouragement to us. So we acknowledge that God is good to, to people who stumble and, and sometimes the, the, the temptation when there's a stumbling, when, when things are difficult, when some bad stuff happens, is that whisper from the enemy, ah, you thought God was good, you thought he was in control. You thought, you know, he had things in his hand, but now this has gone wrong and that happened and, it, and, it's, and it's not good, it's bad. Little whisper. 
Satan does those things. He does those things to good people, to spiritual people, to lovely people, to people who are committed. He whispers his lies. And when he whispers his lies and says it's gone pear-shaped and you're discouraged and it's not, it's not gone as it should gone, we need to tell him, we need to speak back to him and resist in the Lord, resist the enemy and he will fly from you. And this sense with this sense in my heart, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And though he fall, though, though this sense of sometimes of stumbling in the way, God is going to so work and so move, he's going to pick me up, he's going to take me up, he's going to lead me on again, he's going to show me his way. And that's what he does for individuals, and he does for whole groups of people, including Winchester and Level 10. Level 10 from when there's been perhaps a time when it's been difficult and now you're working things through, guess what? He's going to take you to a new level. And when we're at a certain level, you see, we, the fall and the stumble brings you back, as somebody said it, to ground level and basics. But the thing from going back to some basics of reliance on God and dependence upon God is this. It's so that God is going to take you to a new level. Accept God's encouragement to us. What a wonderful thing encouragement is. Wonderful thing. You know, uh, the burden, I believe, of the Holy Spirit this morning is to really encourage you. People who love God, people that serve God, people that want God, as I sense you do, to encourage you in your God that whatever has happened, I don't know quite what might have happened in your life, what has happened collectively, I want you to, and us together, and I don't just mean, you know, yes, I can repeat the doctrine, Jonathan. I mean, in a real experiential sense, there's a God, a sovereign God, that's still right on the throne. Right on the throne of your, of your life, right on the throne for the church, in the workings out that are difficult, he's still right on the throne. Praise God. He's there. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. It means every tread, every tread, even though it didn't it go wrong, wasn't I out of the path, that as I submit to him, as I come again to him, his promise is as I walk on the way, every little tread, every step, God's got my feet. He's got my feet. He's got where I'm going, wherever I am. He'll keep me, he'll sustain me, He'll confirm my steps. And even when sometimes I tread, I think, well, I'm a bit unsure, but I believe I'm committed to you. I believe I'm doing what's right. He's got my every tread. He's got my every move. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is watching over you. He's got it all in hand. What a wonderful Savior. They're ordered by the Lord. God has got your future. He's seen it all. And he's got the future for you. He's keeping you. He's, he's walking with you. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. He's got this plan. And, but in this, a good man, it says, and this has been touched on interesting enough, Proverbs says this, Proverbs 3, 5, 6, you see, I don't just quite mean good intentions. We can have good intentions. It implies a motivation. It implies that when things don't go as we want and they, and 
I know how, how it feels, right? It does happen. Personally, collectively, I thought it would turn out like that. I, it didn't go quite like I thought it would turn out. What happens in your heart? What happens in, the, in your psyche? What happens in the way you think and your attitude? Do you know what an attitude is? It's what you chew at all the time. You know, I thought of a word. Now, I don't, I'm going to translate it. Vicissitudes. You know what those are? A vicissitude. I know, you're looking at me, Jonathan. What was one of them? What's a vicissitude? It's a vicious thing you can chew at. It's a bad thing. I actually know that's the Isle of Wight dictionary, but what it really means is the ups and downs of life. Life doesn't go in a straight line. Life goes up and down and stuff happens. The thing is not that stuff happens, but when stuff does happen, what's our response? What's our attitude? Is there a sense, I, I really will, I don't understand, I'm perplexed, but I give it to God. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6 Trust in the Lord with all your heart, our heart, and don't lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways, your trodden paths, all your directions, all your decisions, key decisions, about home, where you worship, what you do. It's not how I feel, what I would like, what I would want. It comes out of a, a heart, which you could say good heart, a heart utterly surrendered to Jesus, in love with God, that whatever happens, you've got to be committed to him and surrender to him. Surrender to my Lord and to my God. Then he has that sense of directing our steps. He delights in our path. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. He delights in his way. And this sense of delight in God, that God delights in you. Even when it hasn't gone right, it's been difficult. Even when you're a bit puzzled, as you walk with God, love Him and surrender to Him, God delights in you and is with you. He's got your back. He takes your steps. He establishes our footing. He prepares the way for us. The thought here is this, that He sees your future path and He's planning your future path and He's got you as you walk with Him. But what I want to encourage you in and also challenge you with this morning is this. What are you chewing at this morning? Maybe it's not gone all as you thought it would do in your life. When circumstances change, when, when situations change, our own attitude inside, there's a challenge. There's a challenge to my devotional life. Even, I may know the right answers. I may know how it ought to be. But deep inside, what is our attitude? What is our spirit? And the, the encouragement of this is this, even when it's been difficult, we can say, I can say with worship, I'll trust in the Lord, I'll still worship Him, I'll still continually praise Him, I'll still have a spirit of devotion and love and commitment. I'm not spoiled by difficulties, I'm not tarnished, I'll lift up God, I shall say with the psalmist, His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And that's the real test of character. How, how, dear friend and brother and sister, are you coming through this morning with the trials and tests in your life? I ask myself the question, you know, that, that um, when, when life has its sudden changes, its sudden things that happen, this sense of having God over my life, and so things are ordered by God, my steps are ordered by God, and, and I'll step out with Him. 
And I have that sense of delight. When I have that attitude, you have that attitude. What a fantastic thing. Do you know God delights in you? Delights in your way of a good man, person. Does that mean he doesn't delight in you when he kind of take a few steps and it's not quite right? And No. I want to say God delights in the way and the path and the attitudes of godly people that love him and their battles and struggles. He'll never desert them and he'll sustain you, he'll support you, and he'll bless you, and he'll walk with you. Can you say amen to that? And we can encourage each other in that, that in the steps that we take, that God is there, he'll support us, he'll be with us, and when we do fall, I love this, that there are several translations to this that you could take. One is that stumble means you don't really fall over, you see. NIV says stumble, if you stumble, you've not quite fallen over. Um, and God can uphold us. The Lord upholdeth, upholds him with his hand. So it means this. If I stumble and I'm walking alone, no one can pick me up. But I want to say this from my heart this morning. That when you stumble, when you stumble, stand up a second. Now, I'm sure you're very sure-footed, my brother. Right? <laughs> But when you stumble, if you're on your lung, but if somebody grasps your hand, and that hand is a strong hand, and a blessed hand, if you happen to stumble, then he's going to pick you up, he's never going to let you go, and he'll sustain you. Yeah? And the same for everyone here. When, 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 when there's, a, there's a stumble, a fall, the promise is that God will pick you up by a tender hand, and a loving hand, and a firm hand, but that hand is also nail-scarred. It's a nail-scarred hand. And the enemy, you know, he sometimes tries to rejoice when we have fallen. But here's the wonderful thing. There's a hand that picks you up and a hand that strengthens you and a hand that raises you right up. And it doesn't matter what difficulties have happened. It doesn't matter whether it's been, if there's been a hurt or a heartache or something that's gone wrong. There's a mighty hand from the Lord Jesus Christ that can pick you up and encourage you and restore you and lift you up. What a saviour. And that's it's, it's, it's honesty here, isn't it? This, this sense of being willing to acknowledge, willing to acknowledge to acknowledge in our lives, yes, I do need your help, Lord. I do need your strength. I do need your assistance. But I need your encouragement. I, I want to be right in the way. I, I need the strength of God to raise me up. And the, the, the verse that says, woe to one that walks alone, because when, when he falls, there's no one to pick him up. But when we walk with each other, and walk in relationship with each other and loving continuous relationship when we work out our difficulties when we walk with our brothers and sisters then we have someone to help us the Lord will pick us up but there are times when through brothers and sisters he has a strong hand to, to extend to you to pick you up and here's the fantastic hope we have I don't care whatever has happened in our lives Whatever hurt or difficulty or problem or disappointment or twist in our lives of circumstance that was unexpected and difficult, there's such a savior, there's such a redeemer, there's such a Jesus, he can pick you up and you can, might have come into this church, thank God, 
many might have come and you're rejoicing, you're confident, you're blessed, you, your life is going well, but there might be somebody, one or two, that you found, actually, inside, this is not me. But I want to say here, the Lord Jesus Christ is here by his spirit, through his people, to, not, not to condemn, not to criticize, not, not in any way to desert, but he will pick you up, he will strengthen you, he will lift you up, he'll sustain you, he'll set you on your way singing. Well, somebody said, mm-hmm. but I utterly believe it. I believe it. That there's moments when God picks us up and encourages us and stimulates us there's also moments of surrender, but we need to ask for his help. Because even when the circumstances come, we can, do, we can do things in our own strength. We can carry through and we're leaning upon ourselves. Don't lean upon your own understanding, upon your own resources. Why is it that God allows such stuff to happen? Why aren't our lives, you know, so smooth, so ordered sometimes. Why, did, why does bad stuff happen to good people, to good men? It's because when these things happen, this means that we again call upon God, we lean upon God, we have to come for His grace, His power, His Spirit, ministered to me by God alone, also through God's people too. And we come to a new place of surrender and reliance, and it's the new opportunity for the Holy Spirit. Praise him. But that means an honesty. It means where we, we need to admit where we've stumbled and gone off the path. He's still delighting in us, but he wants us to come to him and to admit where perhaps we, we need to come to him and say, Lord, with David, I acknowledge my transgressions. Where I've stepped across a boundary, I'll acknowledge it. When I need your help, I'll acknowledge it. Where, where my heart is, I'll acknowledge it. I'll not put on just a face, but I'll acknowledge it. I'll come and I'll open my heart to you and so you can pour in your encouragement and your blessing and your spirit and how God delights to do that. He never delights to put people down. He delights in lifting people up. And when you're lifted up by God, a human hand, I'm not talking a human hand, but this morning the possibility is this, that not by human power, not by some kind of technique, not, not by something artificial, but by the power of God, by the love of God, you might have come in feeling a bit flat, a bit down, a bit discouraged, feeling as though somehow life was not great. But he can so lift you up, pour into your life new strength, new encouragement, new hope for the future, new blessing, as you open your heart and say, I'll come to God alone. It may be your response is, well, I, feel in, I, I don't feel discouraged, but I want to challenge us too, that when people are a bit discouraged, there's a strength from God, there's an anointing, there's a confidence, there's a hope, there's a blessing that picks people up, that ministers through you and I in our frailty, in our weakness, in our limitations. There's a Holy Spirit anointing, there's a blessing, there's a divine encouragement that comes through people, through, through ordinary men and women that lifts you up and picks you up and rebukes the enemy and sets people on their way singing. And this sense of God in the church in all circumstances, of a group of people that say, we'll not stay down. We'll not stay down. He delights in his way. And how exciting to hear how many people are praying. Because God challenges us and says, well, 
yes, there's this need and there's that need, but as you come back to me, as you humble yourself before me, as you seek my face, as you turn from those things in your life which are wrong, as you search your heart and as you acknowledge what is real, as you come to me and pray and seek my face, there are situations that will be turned around and transformed and those that were discouraged will be lifted up by my power and by my might and by my spirit. Wow, what a God. What a God. And there are moments when, as we come together, we, we need to be honest. You'll be, <laughs> listen, the good news is this. I'm not asking you to step in a paint tray, physically. But how we need honesty in the church, don't we? If I have tripped up, if I have stepped and gone wrong, I just come to God and say, Lord, I have. If I am a bit discouraged, I can, I can acknowledge and say, yes, that, that's me. We read that David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. It's great to encourage yourself and be a, lift up your own heart to God. But there are moments too when, the, when as a body of brothers and sisters, we do bear each other's burdens. We do have a sense in which as people are going through difficult times, we come together with a spirit to encourage and to uplift and to bless. And, and where there are those who have been a bit cast down, maybe the week has been difficult, maybe a change in your job, a change in your circumstances, maybe physical things. As we come together, as we pray and seek God together and worship together, those that have been cast down can be lifted up by the power of God and the grace of God and the love of God. And you can go out really different with things changed. Oh, what an opportunity. But there's a determination here, isn't there, that, that says that. The steps of a good man, not a perfect man, are ordered by the Lord. And he delights, he delights in you. He doesn't look over you to criticize. He looks, oh, that's great. The another sense of this verse I felt was, you made your decision to serve me and to love me. You made your decision to worship. And yeah, but things might have gone wrong and some change, but I love you, I still delight in you, I still think you're fantastic. We come to him again. And we worship and say, well, Lord, all I've got is yours. I might have stumbled, but I've gone off the path a bit. I, I admit it. I think it was said previously, interesting enough. Ask for his help. We don't come as all sufficient people. We don't come as those who've got it all. The first beatitude, you know, blessed are those who are competent. Blessed are those who've got it. Blessed are those that are, have the anointing already. No, blessed are the... Poor in spirit. There's this sense of coming and saying, well, Lord, I so need you. In my circumstances, I so need you. Blessed are the poor in spirit. For we're coming to the kingdom of God. We ask him, come to him. We depend upon him to lift us up and to light up our way. And this morning, I believe that God, by, the, by his grace, by his power, not by any power of mine, not by any human power. His purpose is, is to lift up people, to encourage and to strengthen you if there's been difficult stuff that's happened so that you go away with a divine sense of encouragement burning in your soul. Hallelujah. Now, who can do that? I know one. I can't. I can't. The anointed and lovely the, the worship is, in it, that presence of Jesus, 
I tell you, there is one that can do it. There's one that can forgive. There's one that can cleanse. There's one that can lift up. There's one that can heal. There's one that can bless. There's one that can empower. There's one that can change a life and change a circumstance. There's one that can transform a church as it comes by his blessing and by his power and by his love and by his tenderness. And his name is Jesus. But we open the way for him. We prepare the way. You know, I... I know a little bit of preparing roads and ways. The Isle of Wight is well known for its splendid roads. Not. <laughs> it's highways. Makes me laugh. We've got one motorway. One motorway in the Isle of Wight. You can drive for about a minute, and that's the motorway. Otherwise, you've got potholes in quite a few roads. They've never been filled. Didn't John the Baptist come to prepare the way of the Lord? Prepare the holes. I know we should be wholesome, it was never meant like that. But in our lives, we prepare God's way. We say, Lord, there's a road in my life. I open my heart. I, I want your help. I want your help. It, it's so simple, isn't it? We can do things in our own strength. We can. We can know the Bible. We can do our preach and our stuff and our teach and our worship. And our, we can be experienced. We can know how to manage things sometimes. We can do church. We can do our groups or whatever we do, but somehow we're still doing it in our strength, our way, our competence, our ability. But when, and I, I, I say that because I can do that, when I do things abandoned to God, when I do things submitted to Him, when I do things quickened by His Spirit, when my heart is abandoned and my soul is abandoned, when God invades all I do and the anointing comes, when God invades the church, what a glorious thing it is. How different things are. But we need to acknowledge Admit we need his help, and also we need his help individually. Will you acknowledge this morning? You might say, Jonathan, it's also right with us. It's also good. We're also encouraged that we don't actually need that this morning. But I kind of sense that, is, that isn't. I'm not saying that, hear me, I believe, I know that you love Jesus. But I also know that sometimes we simply do need to receive encouragement, to admit we need that, and to come to him, Lord, I come to you, depend, depend upon him to light your way. He will light up your way, he'll get you back on your feet, and he can send on your way, and your path will shine like the noonday. I love a verse from Job. You know, Job in his trials and difficulties, he reflects upon his past. Job 29 verse 6, he said, when my steps were bathed with cream and he poured rivers of oil out to me. You know, on the way sometimes it's hard and your, your feet can get, well, you need a chiropodist. You need a heavenly chiropodist because your feet get sore and you get a bit bruised and stuff is hard and you feel this soreness. But the thought here is Job is remembering when it happened and his feet were bathed with cream, a healing ointment, and the rivers of oil. But here's the good news. God restored Job, and he had that experience again. And this morning, I believe the Spirit is saying, all the sore times and the difficulties and the things that hurt and the things that were painful, I want to bathe your steps and feet with cream and bring a healing anointing, an ointment over you and bless you. And he's not just got trickles of oil, He's got rivers of oil, but they gush out. There's only one place. They gush out from the rock. And our rock is Christ Jesus. He's Christ Jesus. When we come to him, 
and ask for his help. And whatever has happened, wherever we are, whatever our experience is, I want to promise you, according to his word, he can bathe your steps with cream and your feet with cream. He can bring a healing, a healing into your life, and he can bring a new anointing. And there are times when we carry on serving, we carry on serving, but we carry a soreness, we carry one or two heartaches, we're carrying on, but we need a healing touch from God. Here is the Lord Jesus, here's the rock, and he can bathe your feet with cream, and he can pour your anointing oil upon your life and bless you. And it comes from asking, it comes from accepting God's encouragement, and it comes from acknowledging our need this morning. I want to, to encourage you that God loves you so much that he's got everything in the palm of his hand. He's walking with you. He's holding you up every step of the way. He's never going to leave you. But I also want to encourage you to acknowledge if you need encouragement, his help this morning. I know you can, you can go away and we can go on our own. We can pray and we can seek God. But I also believe this, that as we just open our hearts together and worship together and just let God do whatever he wants to do, there can be such encouragement, such blessing, such a touch that changes our lives. Ah, oh, hallelujah. Do you believe it? And it's, it's honesty, isn't it? So, well, Lord, I, I need your encouragement.